0: All right, starting season two. Uh, This is going to probably be shorter uh, because this is a 1,500 mile to New Hampshire and then 1,500 miles back sprint for five five days. So I'm trying to average 12 hours of driving the first two days, then I got a bunch of shit I got to do in New Hampshire, and then 12 hours of driving the two days after. So it's not, for fun, it's for business um, the helium hotspots that I ordered back in February finally showed up so I don't want to delay on getting those out there because part of the reason I left Amazon was to build this network and the original due dates were March and April for this stuff which would have been perfect for the Draw previous three miles The previous um, road trip where I was going to do all those installs. It wasn't meant to be a vacation, it was meant to be a business thing for me to get everything set up. So now I'm trying to scramble and get that stuff back up so that way I can uh, shore up some of my income and uh, start moving towards that as my main business with gig driving, as like a side business for money and not my entire, uh, income for living, so yeah, uh, I have this in the cradle, so you're probably gonna hear some, like, humming from the car, um, it's just the phone's gotta charge, so, yeah, hi, I'm back. if I didn't say it, the date today is August 3rd of 2021. I'm eastbound and down on Missouri 44. Well, actually, it's Highway 44 going through Missouri. Um, Decided to kind of revisit Season 1, and I'm going through it. Realized I probably didn't describe describe the whole uh, hanger thing that I talk about very well (laughs) Uh, so if you're trying to downsize go to your closet at this point in time I put everything on hangers t-shirts, everything I didn't have anything folded like folded into drawers flip every single hanger on the the bar backwards meaning like you kind of reach around backwards and hang it After a year, the stuff that you actually wear will be flipped normal. So when you take it off and actually wear it and then put it back into the closet, you'll put it on the hanger and put the hanger on the bar just like normal. Every hanger that is flipped around normal, that's what you keep. Every hanger that is flipped backwards means you haven't touched that item of clothing in one year. So why do you have it? That was basically the hangar thing that I was talking about. Um, I also talk about the business plan and everything and not knowing if I'm going to winter in Kansas. I will not be wintering in Kansas. I know this now. There's a few different reasons I'm not doing it. I mean, I really like my setup. I'm living in Pittsburgh, Kansas right now, uh, in Parkview Community Mobile Home Park. Rent is 415 bucks a month. It includes everything, including power, unless you go over $100 in power a month, and then you just pay anything over $100 in power, which is incredible. And there's another RV park not that far away where it covers literally everything, And it's only $350 a month. So if you're looking for cheap rent, living in an RV, Pittsburgh, Kansas has two options. $350 a month, $415. And if you go to Independence, Kansas, there's a place for $400 on the west side of town. It's on a little farm. Really cute. I was going to do that. And then my mom got sick. Now, when I say sick, she got hospitalized. Um, Something to do with her heart. Not 100% sure because the doctors are still trying to figure it all out. Um, But it looks like her atrial is unsteady and uh, they're worried about it causing a clot and uh, aneurysms. So they've got her on blood thinners and yada yada yada. She has two kids. Me and my brother. My dad has three kids. And then I've got an extended step sibling family with steps. You know. Of her two kids, my brother lives in Tennessee. He's got a good job. Everything's set up down there. It would be very difficult for him to go and be available in case my mom needs somebody. In my case, super easy. I live in an RV. I have zero attachments. So I'm going. And I'm in a winter in a buddy in New Athens. His family is letting me park my RV on their cabin property on the edge of town in New Athens. Now, it only has electric. I don't even know if it's going to be a full electric. I think it's just 110 volt or a 110 outlet plug. Not like a 30 amp or a 50 amp plug. So I'm going to have to be super conscious about my electricity usage while I'm there. Also, there's no water or sewage. So I've got to figure that out. I'm trying to find a service that will come in and uh, provide water or uh, another service that will empty the sewage tanks or black water gray water tanks or whatever if not I know that down the road there is a I think it's a loves it's either a loves or a TA typically they have dump stations it would just be super annoying to once every couple of weeks actually I think it's going to be like once a week with showers I don't know have to go dump the tanks constantly so that would be incredibly annoying. But, it would always keep the RV ready to go, I guess. So, I don't know. I don't know much about the cabin. I saw it once a little over a decade ago. So I don't know the state of it. No idea how that's going to be. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my cat's they used to be indoor outdoor cats I don't know if I want them to get it in their head that they can exit the RV because if I go on the road and then I open the door at like a gas station and they think oh door's opening and just run out then that's a problem for traveling um the flip side I would like to let them out so I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that I guess it depends on I guess it depends on the cabin if the cabin is livable I may just do the cabin as my living area and then use the RV as like an office maybe I, I don't know so that way the cats can run inside and outside I don't know I don't know what I'm doing with that I won't really know much until I get down there now that I'm doing that down there though I had talked about my business in episode one and you know I, I go through and I talk about it throughout the things so, so I'm doing this thing I wanted to get involved in blockchain I wanted to get involved a little bit in crypto but mostly the blockchain. Uh, I wanted to get involved in IT, uh, IoT, and this definitely facilitates traveling. The initial point of that first trip that I took, where I started this podcast, was to do installs. What I've learned since then is there's—I mean, there's still a lot to do with this network because it's all new. This is all, blockchain is still even—it's like in its infancy. It's like ten years old. But we're still figuring a lot of stuff out. With Helium... So Helium is the company that created the blockchain. The Helium blockchain network. But they're not the ones putting out the hotspots. They're allowing us as individual entrepreneurs or solo owners to build this network. It's called a mesh net. So I talked about all that. I received because of manufacturing delays one hotspot the entire summer I put it in at my mom's house she lives in the suburbs in Illinois and it did amazing so she pulled down almost a thousand dollars that month on that hotspot because of the value of the cryptocurrency how it performed in the exchange all that stuff we split it in half so that's 500 bucks for me. Now I have another hotspot in New Hampshire, and it's doing fine. It's doing a couple hundred a month. Basically, I'm letting it pay for my location there so I can maintain my residency in New Hampshire as an RVer. Because legally, you have to have a residency. So what I'm doing is I'm maintaining my residency, but I'm letting that hotspot pay for everything there... So that way I can continue to be a resident of New Hampshire. What I'm doing going back to New Hampshire is to take care of stuff. I bought a, a delivery vehicle while I was in Kansas. So I need to get it registered in state. Do all that stuff. I also need to pick up mail. I had an electric bike delivered to New Hampshire on accident. I actually had it. The address was sent to an address in Kansas. But they used my billing address which is New Hampshire. Which made no fucking sense to me. Whatever. So that's why I'm going. I also learned about the business because of a lot of people not knowing what they're doing. What we're seeing across the network, uh, I guess I'll just call the Helium Network the network to make it easy, is a lot of uh, hotspots being put in something called relayed status and relayed status means it's having problems connecting to the internet for one reason or the other and the reason the hotspot needs to connect to the internet is the best explanation of what I'm doing that I've heard that's like a one liner pitch that you would give to somebody in an elevator is it's like Airbnb but for your Wi-Fi. Meaning, you're loaning out a little bit of your Wi-Fi to these small packets of data coming from sensors. Uh, GPS nodes, things that measure the amount of chlorine in your personal pool. Um, shit, other hotspots seeing each other and then verifying and triangulating their locations so people can't spoof, uh, spoof the GPS location of their hotspot via a VPN didn't understand that sentence totally fine it gets into some real deep nerd speak which i super love and why i'm every day that goes by i'm becoming more passionate about this network and i'm confident that i've made the right decision so the other part of this trip speaking of I'm going to pick up four hotspots are supposed to be delivered today that I purchased at the beginning of February this year from a company called Rack, or actually Calchip, and it's called a Rack Hotspot. So I'm going to pick those up, and I'm going to do the installs. I've also purchased through eBay three additional hotspots. I've installed one with a friend in Pittsburgh where there is no other hotspots because they had a lot of those scooters there Bird. And I thought maybe they might be using it. I couldn't find anything about contracts online. Turns out they don't. So the hotspot I have in Pittsburgh, Kansas, not doing so great. But I still want to expand the network there. Because the hotspots talking to each other for right now continue to count as devices using each other. The other thing I want to do is spend more time researching the actual stuff that uses the Helium network and start putting it in in the towns where I have hotspots. And it would help me and other hotspot owners because there would actually be data packets being sent, which is the purpose of this network. Uh, The way my friend Liz describes what we're doing right now is we install these hotspots and then they say, oh, I see you and then you get rewarded for it. I see you seeing me and then you get rewarded for it. Or I was seeing... I was seen by another hotspot, so you get rewarded for it. Or I see you seeing that hotspot, and then you get rewarded for it. And it's like everybody waving at each other and getting paid for it. That's not going to last forever. That's not the business model. (coughs) That is just something that that Helium has established on the blockchain to encourage people to build the network right now. Eventually, once they hit a certain threshold of coverage capacity that will get kind of, like, phased out. It'll get probably cut down, and then eventually phased out to nothing. And the only thing that'll be getting transferred are these data packets, which are all of these IoT devices. Um, you know, but that's, like, that's down the road. So it's just, I get super interested in all the the stuff that goes behind it. So I'm going to pick up these hotspots and install them but what I've found as I've been here over the summer is that I really kind of need to be close by to do like maintenance on these things because like everybody does their home network different and one of the main problems people are having and why their devices get put into a relayed status is they don't have their ports set up correctly and the way that this blockchain uh, programming was built was to access specific ports f- for a few different reasons. And if you don't have those open, then it starts having problems being utilizing the Wi-Fi for like upgrades and, and taking the radio signals that it's picking up from these little sensor devices and passing them to the parent company over the helium network and stuff like that. If it can't access specific ports. Well, if what I found is, for example, the one that I had in New Hampshire while I was living in Kansas went into a relay status One fifteen hundred miles away. That's a, that's a $500 round trip in gas to drive up there. Cheaper if I fly, but then I have to go through the whole hassle of the, everything with the COVID and, and, and I don't even want to deal with it. And if I'm going up there, I'm going to pick stuff up to bring back anyway, which is why I'm now driving. I'm not towing my RV. I left that in Pittsburgh at the campsite. And I have a friend there who is going to check on the kitties to uh, make sure they're doing okay. And I'm just doing a turn and burn for five days. Two days up, one day there to get everything done, two days back that was a very long-winded recap correction of stuff from episode one as well as what I'm doing now and certain updates now I'm going to finish listening to some of the other episodes and I'll put any sort of updates and corrections in as I as I listen but yeah so that's what I'm doing on the road, and, uh, I think I may have mentioned it before, if I haven't, um, I drink Soylent and, like, Elixir and stuff like that, and, uh, it makes travel really easy, <laughs> uh, like right now I'm busting one open for breakfast, got the strawberry flavor of Soylent, but, um, especially if you're trying to, like, maintain your health and when I say that I don't mean like I'm a health nut or anything I mean like just don't eat shitty fucking gas station food the entire trip you know that could be it makes you feel horrible whoa but uh yeah like doing this it's measured out to have everything the human body needs um so it's like okay perfect makes makes it easy so that way like I'm gonna slam this before I go to a gas station so that way I don't like smell the food and wanna buy it cause I'll already feel full um but yeah if, there's different ones out there there's Fuel Mud I don't know there's a bunch of these little like hay packet things I'm kinda more partial to Soylent um I got a bunch of Elixir. Uh, A buddy of mine is one of the people who helped start it. And uh, I like it. Um, I think they just need some time to develop a few more flavors because it does get a little boring after you've had the same one for a while. So that's how it was with Soylent in the beginning. So I'm hoping as they... they, I think they have a few different flavors now. So it's it's getting better so that way you can kind of like change shit up. I like Elixir though a lot too as a result of that. So I don't know, Soylent and Elixir as options. Also, especially if you're traveling in the wilderness um, I forget what I was watching there was something about fear of, oh it's gonna rain. How about that? I'm driving on a road trip and it's gonna rain. What a fucking surprise. Uh, God, I wish I could remember the channel so I could give them credit but watching somebody and they were had a problem i guess they went on the alaskan highway in april and like bears were starting to wake up or something so there's more animal life i guess early in the season before more vehicles start passing i don't know i've never done it but i guess they were worried about cooking outside or or, no they wanted to cook outside because they were worried about coming inside maybe encouraging the bears to break in or something. Wouldn't be a problem with this stuff because like, you know, you do it, that's it. So pretty, pretty easy. But anyway, just a little side note. Alright, pull off route recalculation. The bathroom gas while I'm still in Missouri because Illinois' gas prices are fucking retarded. I don't want to reward them for having fucking retarded Turn gas aisle. prices. Turn right. Don't tell me how to live my life. Robot. Alright. Um, where am I? This is exit 40 in Missouri off of I-44. Sure what town this is. Let's see if I can seem... in point one of a mile. Turn right. Saint and then Claire. turn left. It says it's Saint Clair in Missouri. Huh. Haven't been here in a while. Where was the Casey's? It was a mile. This right. Way. And then turn left. Oh my god, I'm so stiff. Okay. Oh, let's see here. Really need to get a credit card that I get gas points on. Reinsert card. Alright. Okay, you say remove card quickly. I do it, and then move quite quickly. Okay. Damn. That wasn't mine. Makes you sick. Casey's Rewards. I'm at a Casey's. And I do the Casey's Rewards so I can try to Gas a little bit receipt yes tra- travel travel right. yeah I do uh, the Casey's rewards thing uh, when I'm in the Midwest uh, I also have a kickback card so. Pete's in the Midwest has Kickback cards. There's a bunch of gas stations out west in the Pacific Northwest that use Kickback. Uh, when I get to the East Coast, I tend to use Cumberland more often, and I have a Cumberland account, uh, so I get points there. And they have this cool feature where you show up, you open the app, it has your GPS location, and then you just tell them which pump you're at, and it'll directly bill your phone. You don't, you don't even have to mess with the card reader or nothing. You just Everything's automatic, which is super cool. Um, I just need to get a credit card where I get points on gas or something. I think anything to shave the cost of gas. It's like the most expensive thing when you're traveling, or at least for me. I'm going to see if they got any of those ZOA energy drinks here. I'm kind of tired and those things are Delicious. I think I have family that lives out here, like extended. Don't remember who it is. But I know this is the area where most of my family comes from, uh, Washington and Union primarily. But, huh. It looks vaguely familiar, but it's probably been so long since next I've been left, here. Onto Missouri 47, North Main Street. Yep. Alright. <clears throat> Let's get back on the road. I see that. We I mean, should be good now. I'm using like a combination line line. of my In 10 feet, turn right, onto oh. line 44 eastbound. Cars native GPS and Waze. My car's native GPS doesn't account for uh, traffic. Waze does. Now turn right. And since I'm not towing, I don't, don't need to use NavMe, which has the RV specific GPS guidance. Uh, To, like, avoid low tunnels and stuff like that. Um, How did this all become unsituated? I only stopped moving for, like, a few minutes. This is crazy. Bullshit. All right. Drive 49 miles. 49 miles. And then I hop on I-55, go over Illinois as fast as possible. I know I'm moving back there, but I am... Not a fan of Illinois. Be wintering there this year, but oh, that place. Well, I guess because that's the area where I did the most music. Hopefully, I'll get more music done, but I don't enjoy it. Cruise control set. All right, here we go. My friend Jamie passed away they think Saturday she'd always had a problem with drug addiction <clears throat> God, she just had a kid last year Jesus Christ so I knew Jamie from high school her father is the one who you know had laid me off I, I think I talked about that in episode one or two this trip. God, her daughter... She has two kids. Her oldest is... Either a preteen or a teenager now. Damn, man. She had a... She made a lot of really... Poor choices. I, I always wanted to help her, but it's one of those things like, how, how do you help somebody unless they want to help themselves? When I came back this winter, I was going to try to figure out a way, something, something that I could try to help her be a better version of herself, like encourage her somehow, but I guess, uh. high school or anything like that with Jamie we found each other both loved Nirvana freshman year of high school like within the first week and we became fast friends and um, we had such a Complicated Friendship As time went on I guess all friendships eventually become complicated Unless you Unless you're friends with animals only Because time and people change Ours was interesting Because we found each other through a common band now I'm going to be listening to them specifically about a girl was our song. And now it's just like, am driving. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll put on Nirvana. Think about Jamie as a way to remember. And then that song comes on. Of course that song comes on. It's our fucking song. That's the song. But then, you build things up in a certain way. We had had conversations when I first got on with Amazon. She. So in high school, we had this reverse role thing. Like, she was my first, like, real infatuation with a girl. And I didn't, I didn't hide it from her. Like, I've always been a pretty honest dude. But. Because she wasn't there, she was she was in high school. She wanted to see a few different people, you know. At that point in time, she she was stunning. Uh, Beautiful smile, you know. Really good sense of humor, and you know, (laughs) when you're in high school and you bond over music, like that's it. You're both discovering music, and you're sharing it with each other. Mixed tapes get traded and all that shit, you know. In our case, we started getting into mixed CDs, I guess, but whatever. Eventually, the roles got reversed. I moved on. And she began to realize... Like, she needed a positive influence in her life, because told me straight up drugs were gonna kill her but I have this belief that you, you gotta face your demons you know like you gotta you gotta whatever it is that drags your life down like you can lean on other people for support they can't fix it for you. And what I was worried about with her is that she thought I was going to fix everything for her. And that's not how that works. And so, like, I kept, like, resisting any sort of relationship with her or bringing her with me on my travels or anything like that because, like, she... Needed to learn how to stand on her own two feet. At every single instance where you could have made a decision that led to a better life, she would make the opposite one, and it just continued on this downward spiral. talked about it. She knew she was doing it. She knew she was doing the wrong thing. We had conversations about the difference between infatuation and love. And... It's just, even despite all of that, even despite knowing if she couldn't shake drugs, she was, she was going to end up killing herself on accident with an OD, which is exactly what happened, it's still soul crushing, and your brain automatically goes to, well, what if I had, you know, like, what if I had taken her with me, what if I had been that positive influence on her, but, uh, like, I also am rational enough to know that I cannot plague myself with what-ifs because there's so many what-ifs ultimately I still believe that like the only person who can fix your, your problems is you you just have to start making the right decisions and she just never did just it sounds awful to say that but I still love the shit out of her even for all her flaws know what to say like her mom just let me know over Facebook and said they're not going to put anything on Facebook they don't really want to like I don't know they don't want all the sympathy and all that other stuff they just they just want to deal with it move on uh, fully understand they they've been awkward for years I just man I wish I had gotten us here I also know that it's pointless to wish for that kind of stuff, so. That really sucked the wind out of me. So I am going to listen to Nirvana, and... So I pulled over to stretch my legs. And of course, based on the news I got today, I'd pull over in Casey, which is where Jamie used to live. And came here to see her one time when I was passing through while I was working for Amazon. It's just so messed up. Like her mom lets me know over Facebook Messenger. Maybe. minutes later I'm passing by Washington Park where she died a few days ago now I'm in Casey where she used to live this trip is what a fucking mess it's also home to like the world's biggest rocking chair wooden shoes, reindeer antlers stuff like that none of which I feel like seeing because of the circumstances. So messed up. So, to River mile. Keep left. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off here. Um, Cause once I once I get to my friend's house, I'm just gonna probably like walk, stretch my body out for a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I'm back, and uh, you know, keep your eyes on the road.